When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And here we go. It is time for Travis and Sliwa for your Monday. Right now on 710 ESPN, your home of Rams playoff football. We're here each weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk all day long. There are days where I like to do bits, and then there are days where we just let the story make the magic. Stafford set up in the gun, left foot forward, leaning in to take the snap. Bounces, deals, deep down the right side. He's got Cup running down the hash marks. He reels it in at the 15. Cooper Cup has the catch, tackled at the 12, puts it down in game-winning formation. The Rams are headed to the NFC Championship game. What a battle with the Bucs. What an entire divisional playoff weekend. Oh, yeah, so the Lakers split the weekend, which ain't bad, man. Ain't bad, homeboy. They could have lost to the Magic. Speaking of Magic, how about the Rams? Hell of a game. That was crazy. Now we back in L.A. We're going back to Cali. Let's get to it. Travis and Sliwa, a Rams reaction Monday. Powered by Service Titan begins right now. Here we go. Live from LA Law. Sweet T, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Yeah. yeah. How in the world are we still playing football after what we saw yesterday in Tampa, Al? Just an absolutely bonkers, bananas, crazy. I don't know what it was. All four games off the charts, nuts. How in the world are the Rams still alive? What happened yesterday? How do you feel? I, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out know. you because yesterday was one of the first times we've seen each other here in a little bit. You're in one of the studios trying to figure out what the hell's going on in the Rams <laughs> game. And then, oh, by the way, right after that, KC and Buffalo still trying to figure out what happened there. And, you know, getting kind of some pockets to hear you a little bit in the post. How are you feeling? How are I, you feeling? I feel like I am exhilarated. I feel like I'm hungover, even though I've had nothing to drink. I'm incredibly enthusiastic. I feel spent. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm elated. I am all of those things all at the same time. So I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just. You're very emotional right, right now. now. I feel I like am. you're, yeah, you're, you're incredibly emotional. Excited. Uh, unbelievable weekend. I, what, what do you say? I mean, it, it's funny because what we saw yesterday makes it as if Saturday never happened, and Saturday were fantastic games. Obviously, yesterday, uh, whether the, just the way the Rams-Bucks game ended, as clutch as they were at the end, and how awful they were to get to the end. And then, you know, obviously with the Buffalo-KC game, everybody keeps talking about what the hell do you do in overtime? Do you flip a coin to decide who the hell is mm-hmm. going to potentially win the game? <laughs> it just so much happened, and I think sometimes you got to just take a second and just appreciate how great of a weekend that was in sports because we're probably not going to have another weekend like that in the NFL for another 20 years. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be dramatic when I say it. Every single game came down to the last possession. No, literally. It isn't dramatic when it's literal. All four games this weekend were ended on a game-winning play. 
right? That you had the the Bengals and the Titans game winning field goal. You had the Niners and the Packers game winning field goal. And you both of Rams those and- bo- both of those games, just to point out, two road teams go right. into the number one seed in the AFC and <laughs> NFC, and those two squads are out. Yeah, they're they're out. Then the Rams go on the road again, game winning field goal to win it after they blew a twenty seven to three lead after they hit a bomb down the middle of the field that works what roughly one out of ten thousand times you run Jesus. it and it worked and here we are and the Rams are at the NFC Championship and they're going to play the team that's in the playoffs <laughs> because they couldn't close out the team that wouldn't have gotten in the playoffs who went to Green Bay to knock out the team that you didn't want to go play and now you got the team coming back to SoFi all of those things happened in about I don't know ten minutes yesterday you can't freaking script it like I I, I don't know how to explain it you can't script it um you're right and and you know, we, we have all week. This is kind of the beauty of doing a show every single day. We have all week to start previewing what the Rams and the Niners are going to look like. Eventually, as the week progresses, we'll get chances to hear from the players and the coaches. But it's so tough to even look forward. Right, Sunday seems like it's a year and a half away. You know what I mean? <laughs> like It does. seems like we have to wait it a does. year for those two teams to play against each other. And I think, obviously, the further we get the week. But just, you know, you're trying to grasp – that game yesterday, and listen, I know and I'm sure there's Rams fans out there, um, you're going to feel a couple different ways. Part of, you're gonna, part of you is going to feel, hey, we escaped, we're moving on. And the other part is going to feel, we got so lucky just to, <laughs> to be playing That's another game. Um, but I think either way you feel when the dust settles, your squad is playing this upcoming weekend at SoFi Stadium with a chance – to eventually host the Super Bowl at SoFi. I mean, it, it's incredible. It really is just insane to think of it that way, and that's the last 24 hours for Rams fans. It, it, it's it's nuts, and, and, and you said it. That there, It just is the wave of emotions. It, it kind of goes one of two ways, right? And ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, is it the hangover fact, right? There, there's two roads to go from here. There is the... We just won a game. And, look, I said it last night on the postgame show with Kirk. I'm going to say it right now. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not proud of myself, but it's the truth. I thought they were going to lose that game. I, when, when Tampa scored the tying touchdown to go to 27, you don't come back from that, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you just went into that category that the 17 Falcons went into, that the 1992 Oilers went into when they blew a 35-3 to lead. One you, of the you, biggest collapses yes. in NFL history. Absolutely. Yes. You don't mm-hmm. – once you, you can – because, look, when, they, when it was 27-3, to you're thinking, look, this is just about over. But something really crazy is going to have to happen – for Tampa to get back in the game, but there's just enough time for something crazy to happen. And they kick a field goal, and it's 27-6. to 6. You're like, they're still fine. They're still fine. Something really crazy would have to happen for them to get back into the game. And then they score another touchdown. And you're thinking, okay, there's the crazy thing. There's another turnover. The Rams had four turnovers. We'll talk about that. And then once they got to within seven, you knew, it, you knew what was going to happen. You mm-hmm. knew what was going to happen. And then Akers fumbles again. Fournette goes in. Sean McVay calls a weird timeout. And all of those things. When it was 27 to 27, I said to Kirk, I said, you just take a knee here and try to catch your breath, right, and hope that you get lucky in overtime and you can kick a field goal, score a touchdown, whatever. You don't, don't do anything here. And Kirk, to his credit, says, no, 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 no. You try to score right here. You got 42 seconds and a timeout. You try to get something done. When they pulled that off, especially after getting sacked on the first play. Yep. I, I just the range of emotions. I wouldn't be surprised if by the time you know today, for instance, and thankfully mm-hmm. they don't play today. 
the hangover that comes along with something like that is extraordinary. So that's the thing that maybe you're, hey, I just, you, we, we shot every bullet we had. We just, there's no more emotional equity that we have to spend. Or we're in the NFC Championship game and we're not even supposed to be here. This is all gravy. So let's go get this. Here's, I, we'll find out on Sunday, I guess. Here's the funny thing. I, I want to go back to you just mentioned the game. It's tied at 27. Oh, no, I'm with you. I, I don't think there's anybody out there. I'm sure every fan in Tampa thought this thing is a wrap. We're going to take this thing to overtime. All the momentum is on, uh, on our side. And if you're a Rams fan, the, the, just think about the first possession. Not only does he get sacked, it, it I, I don't I think his knee was down, uh, you know, from a fumble perspective, but it was another one of those like it's not even it could even end in regulation. Like we're not even talking about and I'm talking about Tampa being able to end it in regulation. I, I I'm with you that most people thought this thing was a wrap and, and you know, you can question some uh Tampa's aggressiveness and what are you doing? All you got to do is keep the guys in front of you, some of their play calling on the defensive side. But I think, Trav, you know, you talk about the hangover. I I, I actually, I, I look at this game, if you're the Rams, not only, I mean, you could kind of say for a second, they're all, oh, man, we escaped. Man, mm-hmm. we should have probably lost it. I got to be honest, they dominated the freaking game. And, and I know. The game by three touchdowns. 100% they should have. <laughs> and, and on top of that, this is the thing that I'd be most optimistic about if I'm a Rams fan. You had four turnovers. Those are correctable. Those weren't the turnovers that you had. It wasn't Matt Stafford throwing two picks and this one went back for a score. It wasn't your quarterback that looked like he was rattled in the moment. It mm-hmm. was Cam Akers. Listen, I, I think you play <laughs> five more games. You're fired up as I am. This is well, fantastic. Because I, I'm I think, every minute of this. I think if you play five more games, Cam Akers isn't going to fumble the ball twice the way he did. One of those at the end of the first half to at least just go get a field goal and, and they come up with no points. Cooper Cup is arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. The, the reason why I'm pointing out the, the, the snap where Matt Stafford's not even looking, the turnovers <laughs> were awful. Right. They're correctable. Those they are. are. I, you can't expect those turnovers again in a week. I, I think I'd be more concerned if they had four turnovers because Stafford threw two picks. Guys didn't know what the hell they were doing. They dominated the game, and, and I know they let them back in it, but I, I think if you're Rams, the only hangover you have as far as emotion is we get an opportunity to go play Frisco again, beat up on some of the demons of, what is it, six games in a row that they've uh, lost against the San Francisco 49ers and go punch your ticket to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I, look, that that's the best-case scenario. There, there are a million different angles to this. We're going to get to as many of these as we can. 877-710-ESPN is the phone number. We want you to come in. How about this, too, Al? Coming up this week, Travis and Sliwa, Mason and Ireland, and Sedano and Cap are going to give away two tickets to the NFC Championship game, right? Two tickets to the NFC Championship game, so you're going to want to listen all week long. We're going to give you those tickets. you got a chance to win them, so make sure that you're paying attention to that. I'm having a pretty good day on top of all of this. I don't know. Not, not only did I get incredibly fired up from the football, yep. but I'm at Riviera, Al. I'm at, I'm at the Riviera Country Club, beautiful Pacific Palisades. I'm overlooking the 18th green and the iconic 18th fairway, the little natural amphitheater here. I'm going to go play Riviera in a couple hours. Remember the dream foursome? Well, that's coming up later today. The defending champion of the event, Max Homa, he is going to join us coming up next segment as well. So we're going to talk a little Genesis Invitational. We're going to talk a little golf. Then we're going to go right back to the NFL football because – I'm still not sure that I wouldn't have preferred the Rams going to Lambeau Field to take on Aaron Rodgers because we saw why, right? Aaron Rodgers, what the hell? 
What was that? How, how did the, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time score a touchdown on the opening drive and then do nothing for the next three hours? That's why I like that matchup with uh, Green Bay. That's why I had 10 points in our picks, Al. There's a lot of things that are coming up, Travis, right now. It's very, very exciting. I, I want to just stop for a quick second here. Um, your country club membership at the Riviera, <laughs> how long have you had that? Uh, uh, how does it work? How long? How does it work when you walk in? Um, you know, is it one of those where you, hey, park my car at the front? Hey, what the hell? Where is my martini? Like, how, how does it all work? I, I'd love to kind of get the behind the scenes when Travis Rogers walks in at the Riviera. Well, it was uh, there, there's there's a lot going on there. The, Sir, first of all, there is no valet. Go park your car over it, there across the it street. Was, okay. It was what are you doing here and when are you leaving? That that's kind of the, the the sense that when somebody like me walks into a place like this. But I'll tell you this. I know yeah. I'm in the right spot. Here's how you know you're in the right spot. Mm-hmm. When you come in in the morning and one of the first people that you see is Jim Hill, you're in the right spot. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> That's how you know not bad. that you're doing things right. If Jim Hill is here, everything else is kind of falling did into you, place. So that's did good you, news. Did you sweep the games? You got 10? I did. I did. I had 10 points. I don't, I don't know what the rest of you did. I know that you didn't have 10, but I did. So I'm pretty, think, I'm pretty excited I think about I that. know my point total. I think okay, I what do you got? I think I got two. Let's I think see. I Hold got two. No, I, think... I have it here. I just I just need to pull it up here for a second. The I'm, only I'm game right that I think I got, which I, I'm telling you, walking into that game, I was like, Sleeva, why did you pick the Niners? You should have freaking took the Packers. You took the Niners. You got two points. That's, that's exactly the right. Yeah, Emily the had also had two points. She had the Rams at two, and Taylor had zero, zero, zero. Taylor had one. So it's 10, two, two, and one. And I've basically put this thing on ice after the, yeah, uh, the divisional round. There's prop bets do. coming up. We'll see. Like I told you, I, so you know the deal. Yeah, I there's always get only, off to a fast start. That's fine. The problem is we're not in week four. There's, <laughs> there's not enough games uh, to, uh, to, for us to come back. All right, 877-710-ESPN. We're going to get to as many Rams calls. And by the way, Slee, we're going to have to talk about it at some point, right? What's SoFi going to look like on Sunday? We saw what the Niners did last time. Mm-hmm. Are the Rams going to be? And by the way, it's not up to the Rams. It's not up to anybody other than Rams fans how they want that thing to look. You know what would be interesting? Yeah. We do this today. We do this tomorrow. We got obviously all week. I want to hear from fans that are on the fence of like, hey, I might sell them. I might not. How do I sell? Like, what's the strategy of, okay, if you're going to sell them, how do you not sell them to Niner fans? Is there any control of that? Or you well, just have no idea? How does no it work? Look, it's dollars and cents. It's economics. It's very, very easy. Max Homa, the defending champion of the Genesis Invitational, is going to join me here from Riviera coming up in just a little bit. And then all of your Rams calls, all your Rams talk, and Slee, I'm yeah. going to tell you why something that we've been talking about for a year came home yesterday. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I, I'm, I'm going to keep saying that. I think maybe by maybe Thursday, I'll stop saying it, but it each game got a little bit better than the one before it. The the Cincinnati game, by the way, can we stop going for two in the first quarter when the score is 6-6? Six is that something that we have to do what on a regular basis? What are you doing? Basis? Just so stupid. Take the lead. How Just take Nancy? the lead. Okay, real quick, before we go to Sean McVay, it's time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 
smart people did dumb things this weekend. Yeah. That Mike Rabel's a good coach. That was dumb going for mm-hmm. two right there. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid, in some of the more important moments of the entire game, didn't let Patrick Mahomes touch the ball. He, he had Blake Bell, the backup tight end, run an option play from quarterback. You have Patrick Mahomes. That's not Case Keenum back there. That's Patrick Mahomes. You know what we should do right here, guys? Uh, let's not let Patrick Mahomes touch it. Let's give it to Blake Bell. What in the world? Sean McVay called timeout to give Tom Brady an entire reset at just the most important Just give us an answer regroup. Let him regroup a little bit. Yeah, just you guys got give give Tom Brady just a second to catch his breath. doing crazy things. Okay. Um, I think there's enough room in the, the little banquet room that I'm in right now to do a victory lap. Can I do one? You ready sure. for me to do yep. it? Because yesterday was why you made the deal. Yesterday, Matthew Stafford showed why you made that deal. It became worth it in that moment yesterday. Let me explain this. Because there's no question that Stafford's a better quarterback than Goff, right? Everybody just universally agrees with that. But the question was, is he going to be good enough to go do what you need to do? You don't need him to win the division. Jared Goff could do that. You don't need him to go to the playoffs. Jared Goff could do that. You don't even need him to win a wild-card playoff game. Jared Goff could do that. What Jared Goff couldn't do was go win a game where the quarterback is going to be the difference, where you're going to go throw for throw, drive for drive, quarter for quarter with another high-level guy. It's going to be against Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Mahomes or Russell Wilson or whoever these guys might be in any of these given moments, and he's going to have to be the reason you win the game. Not that he's going to be the reason you don't lose. He's going to have to be the reason you win. And yesterday, on the road, Mm -hmm. playoff game, when all hell is breaking loose – Tom Brady's on the other side. The defending world champions are on the other side. And that guy was the reason you won. He was the reason you won the game. They turned it over four times. None of them were his. They turned it over so many times. that If I would have said to you, Al, hey, they're going to turn it over four times. They're going to win. Not a chance. Not a chance. But they did because he was that good. Because he made a couple of throws at the end of the game. Calm. Cool. Makes the right read. Not only makes the right read, makes the right decision. Not only makes the right read and the right decision, but puts the ball in a spot that there are maybe two or three quarterbacks on earth that could throw that ball at that point. He happened to be one of those guys. I get it. The goal isn't just to get to the NFC Championship game or just to get to the Super Bowl. you got to win the Super Bowl, right? But we got to see it. Why they made that deal yesterday was that game. The quarterback for the Rams was the reason, and along with the defense, was the reason they won yesterday. So all of this talk about, man, well, you got to do this, you got to do this. No, 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 no. He just did it yesterday. We're done with that. Now go get the Super Bowl and finish the whole thing. Well, but here's the thing. That's his first opportunity to do it because we've said this before, that the regular season – Whatever he accomplished in the regular season, there was always going to be this, okay, but it's the regular season. Mm -hmm. And I think some of the things you were saying, if you remember last week when they're going up against Arizona, you didn't have to have one of those games. He didn't have to come out and and throw 28 or 38, 366 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. He didn't need to do that against Arizona. But you remember as we were kind of leading up to this game, we kept now putting more pressure on Matt Stafford. Stafford. This is kind of the game. This is where they de- they do need you to become to be special, that player. To be that this is the difference between and I, listen. I I get all the rumblings and chatter around the trade, 
the reality was you never knew if this trade was going to make sense until you were put in a position where everything was on the line and the ball was in Matt Stafford's hand. Yesterday, under the entire collapse that the Rams were in the middle of, they got the ball back with 42 seconds on the road. Okay, let me ask you, so let me stop right there. Yep. Did you think they should take a knee and go to overtime? Or are you saying, hey, let's get in position, let's see what can happen, let's drop back, let's throw the ball? Or are you thinking, hey, look, let's hope the coin flip goes our way and we can get a little lucky here? I, I don't think take a knee. I, I think in those positions, because you have a timeout as well, it's, well, can we get anything? And, and by the way, after the first sack, I wouldn't have been surprised if they said, freaking mail this thing in. Because he fumbled too. This is, exactly, this is, this is way too dangerous. What the hell are we doing? Um, he finds Cooper Cup. Once he found Cooper Cup, what was that first one? Maybe 20 yards, 20, something like yeah. Okay, 20 yards. Now you're saying to yourself, all right, we got a shot here to just get in field goal range. Now, nobody thought they were going to throw a ball to where it became a, a, a chip shot field goal. Right. But, I, but I think, Trav, you know, the, the way you described Stafford in that moment, that was the first time you were going to see, hey, Stafford, this is your time. This is your 13th year in the NFL. You got all the knowledge and the experience you possibly can. Oh, by the way, look at our squad. We're stacked on the defensive side. You have weapons on offense. You have special teams that have been fantastic so far. Can you go win us the game in this one moment we need you to go win us the game? And he did. So, like like you said, it it justifies some things. You got a game coming up now. If If I'd have told you this, if I'd have said, without even mentioning who the competition is, if I said you have a game at SoFi before the season started, you have a game at SoFi to go get to the Super Bowl which is going to be at SoFi. Mm-hmm. Your expectations start changing because I, I remember last week we were talking about this where we said, hey, if you end up beating Tampa on the road and then you lose to the Packers in right. Lambeau. It's different now. It's, you know, hey, yeah. it, it's it's not an easy path to go get there. And maybe we could complain about, well, if they'd have won this regular season game, blah, blah, blah. You're at SoFi now. You got a chance to go to the Super Bowl, which is also going to be at SoFi. I do think the expectations are much different now. The, the expectations are wildly different because they're still in it, right? The, the further you go, the bigger the expectations. Before, it was, let's see if he can win a playoff game. Okay, and he did. And then it was, eh, Arizona, Kyler Murray kind of sucks. Cling King, Cliff Kingsbury kind of sucks. Fair. Which, which I thought was fair, fair right? Not, You're yeah, supposed I, to win I, that I game. I disagree. <laughs> what, you are supposed to win that game, but he looked really good. And it was immediately met with, yeah, Arizona sucks. Mm-hmm. And, and, okay, fine, but he won that playoff game that no everybody said, well, he never won. Okay, we're done with that. And now it's, well, he's never won on the road. Okay, we're done with that. Well, he's never beat a, a top-level guy. Well, we're done with that. Well, he's never had to drive the field with no time left to set up the game. Okay, we're done with that. But now it's, you lost to San Francisco three weeks ago and you blew the game. It's just that we just keep moving it down well, the road. The point is, mm-hmm. is that – He's done what he's been brought here to do short of winning the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not saying that it's good and we're done and if they lose, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal if they lose. What I'm saying is they needed to get better at that position because Jared Goff couldn't do what happened about 12 hours ago. He just couldn't do it. The, the, the big difference between Stafford and some of these other quarterbacks, the Rams are stacked. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Like, just think about that. Just think about that team. Think about how good the defense was before those fumbles and kind of putting the defense in a bad position in the, the, the four turnovers that they had. Think about how the offense just flowed as if there wasn't a defense existing. Cam Akers fumbles the ball at the two-yard line or one-yard line, whatever that was. That should have been at the half at worst. Game should have been over. 23 to whatever or 24. 23 then, to 3. Then they come out 
in the uh, in the second half and go score a touchdown. I mean, there were plenty of moments that the game should have been over, and, and I, I think this it's is the perfect – This Trav, I think this is the perfect balance with Matt Stafford. There's going to be times you're asked to go deliver, but there's also going to be plenty of times where you're asked to just manage a game. The team is good enough to, to beat anybody in the NFL – I think I think some of the quarterbacks that you saw this weekend, not all of them were in a similar position. Mahomes has to have a great game. Josh Allen has to have a great game. Aaron Rodgers has to have a great game. Garoppolo doesn't have to. He doesn't have to have a good I, game. I, don't hold on. You can't just drop Garoppolo in there because it's going to make my mind explode. I've been told from the time I started watching football when I'm seven years old. Mm-hmm. Th- this is what everyone will tell you when you watch it. Hey, if your quarterback's no good, you have no chance. If your quarterback's no good, you can't win important games. If your quarterback's no good, you're limited in what you can accomplish. Somebody should tell Jimmy Garoppolo because he's a bum and they are a game away from going to the Super Bowl for the second time in three years. So somebody needs to tell him that you need – he made, what, one and a half throws against, yeah. against Green Bay and they won the game. So I guess you don't need a good quarterback if you're the San Francisco 49ers in the last three years. Hey, well, if that's going to be the case – Go play some unbelievable defense. Yep. Run the ball down other teams' throat. Control clock management. You know what's crazy about the Packers and the Niner game, Trav? It, it almost, you know, listen, at no point did I think that the Packers are going to lose this game. And then in a blink of an eye, <laughs> blocked punt, 10-10, and then next thing you know, a field goal's kicked, and, and just everyone at Lambeau is like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> so here's what happened in the Rodgers kitchen on Saturday afternoon. Okay, my wife is. You were a, hammered. I remember you were hammered. <laughs> that, that was Friday night. You were sending me uh, drunk texts. Like, I tried to do doing? some text stuff Friday night that didn't go well. I got a little frustrated, and let's just say that Maker's Mark was my friend afterwards. So that, but that was sad. <laughs> that was Friday night. My wife is a moderate sports fan. She'll watch it. She doesn't hate it, but she doesn't get really mm-hmm. emotionally invested in these things. And she and she really, curses a lot. She curses. She always, a, she's like yeah. a truck driver. She's <laughs> 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 so, watching the Bengals Titans game. <laughs> the the. Niner Packer game when that when that block you're talking about she's in the kitchen and she screams what the just happened mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is my wife who doesn't care about the Niners who doesn't care about the Packers none of these things she's like what the just happened and I I, I don't know they're gonna win a game without ever threatening to score mm-hmm. a touchdown on offense and that was just the second of four bonkers crazy games and, that, and that's some Trav that's some you know the Niners are a perfect example of just be in the game just be within striking distance anything or, can freaking happen and Niners or have done just that, be obviously. within 24 points with seven minutes to go in the third quarter and you're you're perfectly fine and you can go and, and, and drop 24 and the Smith Al they were down by 14 points with four with about four minutes to go yeah and and the Rams needed a last second field goal to win the game. All right, there's a lot more football to get to. I want to go to the other side for the Rams really quickly because there's a guy whose name we haven't said yet today, tomorrow, the next day that we need to start saying a lot more of. Plus, defending champion of the Genesis Invitational, Max Homa, is going to join us next. That's all coming up on Travis and Slee on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tickets to the NFC Championship game is not a bad thing to win. That's coming up Sunday, SoFi Stadium, Rams and Niners. Listen to myself and Slee. You're going to listen to Mason in Ireland. You're going to listen to Sedano and Cap. We're going to give those tickets away a little bit later on in the week, so make sure you are listening. The Genesis Invitational is coming up on February 17th through the 20th. It is at Riviera Country Club, which, if you have not been, is one of the nicest places on earth, never mind, here in uh, Los Angeles. Joined right now by the defending champion, Max Homa. Max, appreciate you stopping by. It's an honor to be on. I think this was programmed. This radio show was programmed into my car, my <laughs> first car when I was growing up, so this is cool. Well, perfect. This is good news. You can see Sliwa here. He's got his hands in the air, and he's pretty excited. I was excited, excited Max. About I was just excited. As there. well. So, let I think a lot of people know this. You're from the area. You grew up in Santa Clarita. You're a local guy. You went to Cal. What's it like to win the hometown tournament? Because, I mean, it's, it's one thing to grow up, want to become a tour, uh, tour pro and do it, but to do that hard enough and then go win one of the most prestigious tournaments on tour yeah, in your hometown. It, yeah, it's dumb. It's, it shouldn't be <laughs> fair. Uh, it is uh, – I say people say dream come true a lot. This is this is a literal dream come true. I've uh, been coming to this tournament so, since I was a little kid. Uh, it's a big part of why uh, I wanted to be a professional golfer. Watching all the guys come up, uh, you know, 18. I've, I've watched everybody come through. Been on the range watching players. Uh, it's just very inspiring. So to come here myself, win uh, with my caddy Joe Griner, who's from my hometown too. I know this place means just as much as it does to him uh, as me to him so uh it's it's just silly it, 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 like i said it just does not seem like it should be allowed max I, i'm curious you know for in the golf world and and all the great golfers that are on tour and everything else how, how much of the game comes down to yes skill set uh, there, there might be some variables somebody is better with the drive somebody's better putting whatever the case is their small game how much of it is just the mental game? Hey, I've been there before. I've done it before. There's a mental piece of it that separates some of the best golfers in the world with, with some of the other golfers. I, I'm Just from your perspective, how much of the game does it just come down to the mental side of things? Yeah, I think uh, when you're splitting hairs as far as like getting a top 10 and winning, um, I definitely think it's, it is a lot mental because everyone is good out here. Everyone's playing really good that week. Uh, to play well, you know, make a cut or whatever, you know, game's still got to be good. Um, but when you're when you're splitting hairs down the stretch, uh, playing against people who aren't missing golf shots, you're not missing golf shots. It really does become who's got the most grit, uh, who can stay focused the most, who can kind of handle that pressure. So for sure, it becomes incredibly mental. You can't win a golf tournament with your mind, but you sure can lose it. I've done it countless <laughs> times. So uh, uh, it's definitely you know something you got to pay attention to and work on. Max Homa, the defending champion of the Genesis Invitational, joining us here on Travis and Slee. And you said after you won last year, this event is hosted by Tiger Woods, that you weren't entirely sure that Tiger knew who you were. Does, does he know who you are now? Would he, would he be able to pick you out of a crowd? A uh, crowd, maybe. <laughs> uh, he definitely knows my name. Uh, now, I, I, uh, you know, I didn't know Tiger well. I'd only talked to him a handful of times, um, but always just like a really cool, nice dude. You know, they say never meet your heroes, but he's, he does not count in that. He, uh, it, it was awesome. But getting to meet or getting to chat with him and, and actually kind of hang out with him and 
discuss me winning a golf tournament was not something I had pegged yet uh, on my dream board. So uh, <laughs> that was that was extra special. So yeah, I think he definitely knows my name uh, as the host of the golf tournament. So uh, I think that's pretty pretty awesome. So earlier this morning, I had a chance, and I, I follow you on Twitter, and I noticed that you don't follow me, but I'm not going to take that personally at all. It's uh, <laughs> might be because of the swing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Hold on a second. So on Twitter, sometimes people will submit their swing to you, and you kind of go through the maybe the problems that you're seeing along the way. I went and hit a few balls this morning. You got a chance to see what I was doing on the range, so let me have it. Yeah, so the Twitter the Twitter me w- would say that you have a golf swing for radio. <laughs> okay, perfect. Thank you. Uh, the positive I will say from what I saw is you have napkins in your back left I pocket. I do. You never know when you're going to need them. Which I am a fan of you prepping for your 10th hole hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. Preparation's important. We talked about mental game. Preparation's yes. very key in this game. So I'm glad that you were thinking ahead, planning ahead. <laughs> yeah, you don't know when that mustard, the You don't want the mustard flying all your over your hand. glove. Yeah, yeah, you need to do it. So... Terror on a, on a scale of one to ten, and you can be mean or positive here. What are we looking at? Uh, you actually pretty good rhythm. Uh, stop right I mean, there. We're done. All right, I, that's all I needed to hear. Pretty good rhythm, Al. We can max. Stop. No way, max. No way. More than a four on this one. Four and a half tops. Uh, we'll give you. Uh, this is so much harder to do in person because I have to look the person <laughs> in the eye. So I'll go four and a half as the we'll high end. Oh yeah, God. we'll give him that. If, if he's a four and a half, I, I, I'm never swinging. Never it, swinging. <laughs> so if I were on Twitter, if I just randomly sent you that, I'm a, I do this for a living. I call people out every once in a while. I can take it. Hit me with it. Yeah, no, I, I will. I'll say, oh, uh, since I gave you the Twitter response, I'll tell you how the process would go. I'd send it to my friends. We'd all have a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd think about it. I'd think, oh, radio show. Yeah, he's got a swing for radio. Uh, but, yeah, for the most part, uh, it's not It's not terrible. The The problem with these swing roasts. It's not things, terrible, Al. Did you hear that? That's that sounds, the uh, highest that praise. Pretty good to me. I've seen that too many good. just disastrously bad golf swings where it's sad that now, like, your your be below mediocre swing is starting to be like, oh, it's not bad. <laughs> it's just not bad. I'm going to get that put on my business card, Steve. <laughs> below mediocre swing is not that bad. Max, outside of uh, golf, what are, what are some of your favorite sports? Who are the teams you're rooting for? You watch any? I'm, I'm sure you did. Watch some football this weekend, but give us kind of an idea outside of golf. Uh, what, what are the sports that you enjoy watching? Yeah, I'm still like on a high from the weekend of sports. I was insane football. Um, I'm a big Dodger Laker fan. Uh, which has been just really fun the last few months. Um, and I, you know, in football, I grew up a Steelers Eagles fan. My family's from the East Coast, but uh, I am a buddy of Aaron Rodgers, so I've become a Packer fan. Mm. So that was a tough Saturday night. Uh, yeah, that was, that was tough. But um, yeah, for the most part, I float a little bit more in, in NFL. Uh, you know, I, I was a, a more of a Rams fan. Uh, when Goff was a quarterback, went to school with him. I know him a bit. Uh, and, yeah, so uh, I'm still, you know, for the teams left, I'm definitely rooting for them to get through. But I just – I really enjoy football, uh, just watching them compete. It, it's insane. That Joe Burrow, if I could – I think if I have anybody going forward right now, I'd pick him. Uh, he's just a, a leader and a baller. But, uh, yeah, Dodgers-Lakers for me, that, that's my diehards. Max Homer, the defending champ of the Genesis Invitational, joining us here on Travis and Sleeve. Genesis Invitational coming up February 17th through the 20th at Riviera Country Club. I, I've long had a theory, you're the right person to ask, that of all of the professional sports, your lane is the best one to be in. 
because you come to places like this every week. You, you chase the sun. The weather's almost always pretty good. You have a, the, the money speaks for itself, but you have a level of fame that if you need to flex a little bit, you can, but you can also go see a movie and go to the grocery store and people are going to leave you alone. I've seen the people that come to these tournaments. Am I wrong? This seems like the best lane for professional sports of all of them. It's, it's a great lane. I think the only place I could flex for anything, though, as far as fame goes, if I went to an Applebee's and it was like <laughs> almost fully sold or fully crowded, I don't have a lot of flex anywhere else. But, yeah, it is good. Um, you know, we, I, I live a dream. I play the best golf courses in the world, and they pay me to do it. Uh, I feel like that's just that's crazy. Um, getting, yeah, getting to come to Riviera Country Club all the time is unbelievable. Uh, and yeah, I mean, we, we, we live a, a really charm life out here, uh, getting to play golf in front of people, uh, kids, families, uh, aspiring golfers. It's, it's, a it's, it's amazing. I got one more quick one for you. Um, Max, you won the tournament last year. You hit the ball here on the 10th hole, kind of on television, looked like you were stymied behind a tree. Next thing we know, you're hitting this little toad wedge. You kind of curve it on the green and all of a sudden you won the You won the tournament. And, and is that a shot that, that you walked up to and go, oh, yeah, I got this? Or was this, hey, let's try and see what happens? Take me through the process of that shot that won you the tournament. Yeah, you play enough golf, uh, as much golf as I have, you're going to hit some some shots uh, or plenty of shots in the trees and behind some trees. So you uh, you, you got to use that here and there. Uh, you don't want to in a playoff to win a golf tournament. But uh, in that case, it was, it was actually kind of freeing because um, expectations were as low as humanly possible. <laughs> Uh, and I could go out there and be a kid and hit a cool shot. And, you know, you want to – I missed a three-footer in front of Tiger Woods on 18, and I really wanted to perform like he would uh, in, in a golf tournament in front of him. So I kind of pulled off a Tiger shot there on, on the playoff hole. So that felt nice. It was an amazing shot. He is the defending champ, the Genesis Invitational, coming up February the 17th through the 20th at Riviera Country Club. Max, appreciate you. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks, right. Max. You got it. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance and all guests – like Max Homa, appear via the Goodyear hotline. Just because there was football, just because we're at Riviera, doesn't mean we're not doing Ask Slee. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. So, Al, I, uh, I, I feel like Max took it a little easy on my golf swing, saying that it's below mediocre, but compared to a lot of other people, it's better. I think, I think I'll take that, and I'm not Bro, quite sure. Listen, you are uh, by far the best golfer we have at the station. That's not okay. saying much. Um, you actually are a decent golfer who likes golfing. I do. And for him to say that about you, can you imagine if I sent him a golf swing and said, <laughs> hey, Max, don't be easy on me. Yeah, Let me know what you think. He, I, he honestly would just delete it and say, go back to just talk on the radio. You're good at <laughs> hit on the Lakers. Keep focusing on that. Lakers talk later Malik tonight. Monk. Like, don't waste your time doing other things. Absolutely. All right. So let's start with Francis and Glendale. Hashtag Ask Slee. Is Slee hoping this interview with Max Homa goes long so you can skip Ask Slee? The only reason why I would hope it to – I don't want to skip Ask Slee. It's just there's so much good NFL today. There's Absolutely. so much meat there that it's almost like, okay, let's get through this damn thing. I don't like that he made fun of my napkins in my back pocket either. That was uh, that made me feel a little self conscious along the yeah, way. Yeah, well, you All had right. you, you had everything in your back pocket. I'm well, sure you had mustard back there. I'm sure you had an extra bun just in case I, something happens. I'm sure there was like a I'm whole. On brand. If nothing else, I am perpetually on brand along the way. This is from Warren, and Warren writes hashtag Ask Slee. Is Slee willing to pay the going rate for parking so he can attend the game on Sunday? Okay, I would you know imagine what? they're going to jack it for the NFC Championship well, game. Well, this is where I feel like I'm in an awkward moment right now because 
we have had the honor and the privilege of having some ads there that promote the show at SoFi Stadium. Yes. At the same time, I don't feel like I'm invited or welcome to SoFi Stadium because the only game that I went to was against the Titans. <laughs> Tennessee dominated. Uh, I've been throwing jabs at the $80 parking for the past, I don't know, 11 weeks or so. So with all that being said, I, nobody's reaching out to me and saying, hey, Al, when that Lakers-Hawks game is done on Sunday, swing on by, come on down, enjoy the game. There's another Laker game on Sunday. This You've is been, actually – You've gotten squared no, no, no. up with no, no, no. This is three weeks in a listen row. Listen to me. This is the best timing all season. What time okay. do you think tip-off is on Sunday? Oh, do you get a day start? Do you get like a 1230 tip? It's a 10 a.m. tip. Oh, even better. Perfect. So that means game will probably go to 1230. We'll probably do post-game to 130. 130, your pregame show starts. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Come on by. We can do a little in-person Ask Slee. Uh, this is from Anthony, and he says, hashtag Ask Slee. My parents were parrot heads. And I grew up listening to and still enjoy Jimmy Buffett. What is the one sort of embarrassing music you like listening to? Let me think of some bands growing up, okay? I went through a phase where there was like this, do you remember, okay, it's not like Weezer or Cake or any of them because they were actually good bands. But there mm -hmm. were, you know, there was kind of some, there were some levels there where it's like. I want Emily to judge you for your music the way she judged me because I said that Kid, not that I liked Kid Rock, but that Kid Rock was popular in the okay. 90s. For a moment, I definitely liked Limp Bizkit. Okay. And there you now go. You look, oh, my God. Answer. I was going to say Limp Bizkit, Al. That's a perfect answer. And then you go back and you're like, what are you, what are <laughs> yeah, you this, doing? This isn't that great. Limp Bizkit. Okay, I, I didn't even know what that. I can't even think of what the music what was. What about Corn? Well, corn no, still kind of rocks corn. a little bit. That you know, get you. Yeah, corn was mood. incredibly popular and had this energy. I'm yeah. sure. I mean, I've never been to a you know a corn concert, but I'm sure. So would this would this qualify? Like, and I still kind of like it. Like, if I hear it come on, I'm not going to turn it around. Like, if you throw a little Motley Crue my way, I'm all in. Is that that is that embarrassing? No, that's not or bad. Not, not okay? at all. I think all right. a lot of people no. Yeah. Limp Bizkit's a little embarrassing. You know what I mean? There's, <laughs> it's not great. There's some of those. It's not great along yeah. the way. Uh, this is from Darb in the OC. He says, hashtag Lee. What's the last picture you took on your phone? You're going right. to you're gonna have to open it up because yep. this could be just the most, you know, insignificant thing ever. It might get a little insight into the, the life of Alan Sliwa. What do we got? Okay, so I was in uh, Lake Arrowhead for a couple okay. days. So I took some pictures up there. Um, rookie's in a few of these. Rookie, right. rookie decided to sit at the end of the table as if he was the Godfather, um, and, and yeah, you know, I just took a photo of that one. But there's a couple <laughs> pictures outside and outdoor. Yeah, <laughs> all right, that's that, what we got. That that's way too mainstream, Al. I was hoping that you know it Wait, was. What am I gonna I, take? I, 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 I took know. a selfie that I put on TikTok, and yeah, it got so many likes. So I, many likes. You, you you have not experienced this yet. I don't think but TikTok so, does selfies. Do you know what my children really like to do with my phone? They like to get my kid. They know my password, whatever. They'll open up my phone okay. and take like 600 selfies of themselves. So they're on my, my camera roll. I've got 350 pictures of my daughter or my son. They just think it's hilarious to take 200 of them in a row and leave it there. So I have to go through and delete them one by one, or not one by one. But I would that, now love game. nothing more than to have your phone next time we're together. Take a couple selfies, <laughs> even on, even on okay. that rotation. I'll give you the password. This one's from Hector. Hector writes, what's worse, uh -huh. going to a football game that the opposing team takes over or an uh -huh. old lady in front of you at the grocery store paying with a check? <laughs> okay, it's a good scenario, but I don't think I even hesitate on this one. 
Listen, if the old lady's paying with a check, that's that's what she knows. You know, let's have a little bit of patience there. Eventually, she's going to get through. Ten minutes might go by. Hey, who knows? Maybe the aisle next to you, somebody's going to say, hey, this was closed. It's open now. And, you, you know, you kind of get to go through that one. Is there anything worse than the other team running their mouth? Is there anything <laughs> worse than when you, like, actually genuinely care about your team and then there's somebody else running their mouth and on top of that, they have kind of a reason to run their mouth, like your team is losing or they're about to lose. So uh, I'll take the second scenario over the first one. I think you're right. This uh, this is a new name. Always like new people and ask Slee. Dude in slow writes, when Slee is walking into a store and sees a delivery person wheeling in boxes of booze, does he point to his car and say, go ahead and throw those in my trunk? <laughs> Load them up. One for um, me. One out the back door? What do you say? Hey, half price? You may you make the joke, right? I think you can make the joke. He's probably heard it on his last <laughs> sixty seven stops and it's probably like this guy again. You know, this <laughs> no, guy again saying the same sure. thing. Absolutely. All right, here's another one. Uh Shane. No, welcome Shane. I don't recognize that Twitter handle either. Uh Shane says, if you had a chance to compete on one of the throwback game shows, which one would you choose and why? He gives you two choices. American Gladiators or Pros v. Joes? I'm screwed on both of them. Uh, I'll go Pros versus Joes. I'll take that one because American Gladiators is more, you know, like just to do a pull-up and then just to get over a wall <laughs> using a rope to, like, climb over a wall. I don't want to do those. At least Pros versus Joes, maybe I get lucky and I get to shoot a couple of jumpers and I, I have somewhat of a chance. You know what? You're 100% right. I was going to answer, you know, give you know me how American... they swing? Remember how they swing? Right. You're 100% right. What the hell I'm, is that? Because here's what I'm, I'm picturing that one obstacle course where the guy that's got the yeah. racquetball gun and he's shooting the racquetballs at you right. as you go through. Like, I could maybe dodge a couple of racquetballs along the way and, and hide behind the wall. But you're absolutely right. The idea of doing that bike thing that you have to do with your hands as you dangle from the roof. What are we doing? Not a ch- I'd rather have Aaron Donald try to tackle me. I, <laughs> that, that at least he's going to tackle me once and it's over. I'm not going to fall from the roof. That, uh, that absolutely is the right choice. Uh, let's see if I got one more here. Um, which vitamins do you take on a daily basis? And if none, why do you hate your body? That's from John in Fullerton of Huntington Beach. My man, the only vitamin I need is a pike from Starbucks, all right? <laughs> Usually a medium size. That's it. I don't take vitamins. Do you take vitamins? I know I should. I know I probably should take them. Do you take I, any, I go, I go on kicks where I will take mm-hmm. them fairly regularly, and, and this is this is how it works in the Travis house. Just get a if, little caffeine. I'm good to go. If my wife puts the little jar next to my toothbrush, I'll take them. Yep. If they're anywhere else, that's never going to happen. <laughs> like, if she takes the, the jar of vitamins. What is and, wrong with us? <laughs> What the hell is wrong with us? That's I'm so true, too. I'm the same way. You're, you're 100% right. Like, you need – it has to be just set up so perfectly. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, if it's right by the toothbrush, I got the water right there. I can take them. But if you said to me, hey, they're going to put them right by the coffee cups, eh, but then, no, it's just not going to work. I, I need them right there in that one spot. So, there you go. Another fantastic edition of Ashley. And, by the way, thank you to all the new people. You know how to do it. You can still send them. Hey, you know what you should do, Al? I think we should just do Astley throughout the entire day today. We'll sprinkle them in. At Travis Rogers, at Alan Sliwa, 877-710-ESPN. And Astley is brought to you by Harris Resort SoCal. Voted best resort in Funner, California from dining to unwinding. A trip to Funner, California is always a win. Are you game for a getaway? Start planning your trip by visiting HarrisSoCal.com. All right. We talked about Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady and Sean McVay and, and – 
Cam Akers and the fumbles. We did not say the name of the guy that had the best performance in the entire building yesterday. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. And with the live return of events, you can actually be there to catch all the action in person with Vivid Seats. That's right. Every alley-oop, every one-timer, and every sideline grab can be experienced live. And with Vivid Seats rewards, you can earn rewards like free tickets. All you have to do is collect stamps, redeem, and repeat. It is that easy. From upper level to the court side, Vivid Seats has you covered for all the events that matter. So grab your tickets today and cheer on your favorite team from the stands. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Life happens live. 